0: One of my favorite things in life is reading. I go through phases where I read a lot and times where I'm barely reading more than the instructions on the side of the Kraft macaroni box. <laughs> Every time I have to read those measurements. Can anyone else relate to that? <laughs> mom, mom brain's real.
1: It's so real. I forget, but yeah, it's yeah, there. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyways, I've been in one of those consume as many books as possible phases lately. And so I thought it would be really fun for Becca and I to share some of our favorites. Some of them are business related, some of them are money related, some of them are habit related, and some of them are just so flipping good, you guys don't want to miss them.
1: Align with the Massage Business Mama comes to you with a combined 22 plus years experience in the massage biz as entrepreneurs providing actionable tips and resources you can implement today. Becca, an off-grid living, quirky, trail-running massage therapist, esthetician, and yogi, offers her business and wellness perspective to you with highly caffeine-fueled, compassionate wit. Allie, your hard-working, driven, creative mom, massage therapist, business owner, lover of friend gatherings, all-time annual family talent show winner, brings her drive and business savvy to every episode. So Becca, what do you got for us? <laughs> I agree, Ellie. This summer you know that I've been pretty much consuming almost a book a week. I just can't I go through those phases too where I'm like, I just need new material. I'm I have the time, I have the space, and I have the energy, yeah. which are all huge. And then there's times where it's like, I mean, same, same. I can't even read like the craft.
0: You know, so the that's craft even box. challenging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, oh my gosh, does somebody else do it for me? I don't have the space. I was trying to read recently. I was trying to read instructions. So my son's really into the game Throw Throw Beredia. <laughs> it's, it's a really fun game. It's so fun. But um, you guys should check it out. It's I, my favorite thing about the game is like it's fun for all different ages.
1: Yeah. We all played it, my husband and another friend and Oliver and Allie and it was a blast. It was, like, it was, a really yeah. It was
0: really thing. fun. But um I couldn't focus on reading the instructions. <laughs> was like well, I was... just I can't comprehend what these instructions are telling me. <laughs>
1: totally. Totally. Totally <laughs> tapped out. Yeah, so like Allie said our books are kind of for the most part, business, money-related, habit-related, but there's some other fun ones in there. One of my favorite books, it was like life-changing for me, business book is the one thing. And I read this book right as I was opening my studio. I'd never opened a business in my entire life. I don't have the business savvy that, or his, you know, lineage that Allie comes from. And I think that's a lot of people's stories. We don't have this natural kind of ability. And I was spinning my wheels so hard. I had to-do lists for days. And I was like, man, I'm killing it. I'm checking off all these things on my list. But I was literally getting nothing done. Like nothing done. It's so frustrating. I Yeah. And I couldn't, I really had to start. I read a lot of books because I was just like, why can't I figure this out? Why can't I make this work for me? Why is it so difficult? And this book, The One Thing by Gary Keller, shifted everything for me. Some of the key points that takeaways that I want to share with you guys, if you're getting started in your business, and I know that many of you are, is, and this one was huge for me, success is built sequentially it's one thing at a time. No one is self-made and no one succeeds alone. No one. I know in my brain that I saw successful people and I was like, what is their magic ingredient? How do they do it all by themselves? What don't I have? Like, how can they just immediately be successful? And this really dispelled that myth. It is built sequentially. And I didn't realize that as logical as it is. You know, it it comes over time and it comes through organized steps. And I've seen this play out by watching Allie move through business steps in such an organized way. Her successes have been over time and they've been accumulative, which is amazing.
0: And so like what you're saying is like it's kind of like that snowball effect where it just gets bigger and bigger.
1: Yeah. And this book goes into processes to get that system in place. Uh, some of it is the myth that everything matters equally. So that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Everything mattered equally. Yeah. Getting that perfect lamp and, you know, putting my website out there, they mattered equally. Not yeah. true. Yeah. Um, multitasking, it's a lie. <laughs> I struggle with this one because I've always been a multitasker and I thought, getting so much done. But really, when you're multitasking, you're getting everything done halfway and wrong. Well, lots of errors. So it it gives some uh, tactics into that. A disciplined life. I did see successful people as being like super disciplined, but this book really helps dispel that myth. It's not a disciplined life. It's collective habit for me. Yeah. Big one for me. One of my other ones is about habits. Willpower is always on will call. So I always thought that these successful people were just these these you know banks of amazing willpower and it is not true and i didn't know that so i started watching and it's like okay my willpower is stronger in the morning and that's when i have to do the most of my most of my work yeah um the the work that i you know naturally procrastinate the
0: work that's hard to achieve the work that yeah
1: yeah and that is a business savvy mentality that psh, i had no clue <laughs> and then a balanced life. And this is one that I think is always coming up and I thought you needed to have a balanced life and in this book he says there's no such thing and it's freaking true and I didn't realize it.
0: <laughs> it's funny. I've been reading a lot of stuff about how there's no such thing as a balanced life and it kind of makes me angry because I'm like I've been trying so hard yeah, to have a yeah, balanced life yeah. for so long. What do you mean?
1: Yeah. But when you're <laughs> when you're juggling 10 balls and you're trying to juggle them perfectly in balance, like you're setting yourself up for a crash and burn and everything to fall apart. So yeah, it's just one of those interesting things where you're like, you're working so hard for a balanced life. And it's just literally a myth. Um, And the last one is big is bad. And there's a quote here that I wanted to share because it is so amazing. The quote is when you allow yourself to accept that big is about who you can become, you look at things differently. And I would get obsessed with the big idea And wonder why I wasn't there immediately. And changing this perspective, this quote, big is what you can become. It implies that there's little steps to get there. It already frames it differently. And it's just amazing. It's just amazing. You're not beating yourself up for not being there already. You know that you're on the path and you're moving towards it. And eventually it will come because success is built sequentially. So can't rave enough about this book. I love it. I read it. I have it on audiobook. Yeah, I come back to it again and again.
0: Well, and I think that this idea about like big is bad too. Like I, I one of the things that I've been teaching a lot lately is that it's really important to take this macro look at what you want your life to look like. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I think we have these ideas about these big practices we want or these big things that we want to achieve in life. And, or how we want our lo- life to look. And if we don't take this mac- macro perspective of like, okay, what do I really want my day-to-day life to look like? Do I want to have it have a slow pace? Do, we want, do I want it to have like a really regimented, busier pace? And that when we can really reflect on how we want our lives to unfold in the next year, in the next five years, that – We can realize that like maybe what we think we want isn't really what we want. That Maybe that big idea of like that booming practice is not really what we want. What we really want is to be able to go to yoga first thing in the morning and do a couple massages and go to our children's activities at the end of the day and be able to cook and have just a slower pace and that we just get caught up in this like hamster wheel of thinking that we need to be doing bigger and more all the time so
1: true it's so true well do you want to share one of your books do you want to toss the ball back and forth or <laughs> you want to just go through my, my let's whole go line? through yours really okay you don't want to hi okay I'll show the next one and okay. then we'll, we'll toss the ball huh? okay that all sounds right. good um my next one because it just goes so like right into the one thing this was our next step. And it was, uh, it's called atomic habits, um, by James clear. This was a huge book a few years ago. Um, it's still huge, but I, so in the one thing I learned that to create discipline, I needed to cultivate these habits in my life. And I had no freaking clue on how to do that. Like I thought I had a certain idea about how habits were made, And I didn't have the key ingredient, right? Like I was just a failure at creating these habits. So this book, I mean, it just put it all into place and it made it so simple. And I utilize the atomic habits method. I mean, every day, all the time. When I want to change something, I just start at step one with James Clear's method. And I mean, it has just been a game changer for me completely from meditation to, you know, healthier lifestyle to just creating better business practices. So love this book. Love, love, love this book. All right, your turn.
0: Okay. It's a good segue into my book. Too. Okay, good. Yeah. So my, my first book is The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. So one of my clients recommended this book to me years ago. And recently I picked it up again. Because my membership group, Massage Momentum membership, was diving into it. And so the concepts, they're pretty simple, honestly. Um, But it's a crazy, infectious book. The premise is basically that if we take small, consistent steps, that we are more likely to reach our goals than if we have huge bursts of productivity. And then we leave our goals untouched for weeks. (laughs) So by committing to put in just a touch of effort consistently that we're ultimately able to achieve really big things. So like me, like right now, like I'm training for a race Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's, it's been one of those things where like I started out with just five minutes of running a day. That was all I could do in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And like, it's so how easy would it have been to be like, I'm never going to run a race. All I can do is five minutes. Well, I'm like now I'm like up to like over two hours of running And that was just through taking those small, consistent steps.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're thinking 20 miles at the first step, you're never going to get there.
0: Totally. So, I mean, I'm giving you an example from like my personal life, but this applies to business as well. Um, So, you know, whether it's you're trying to improve your personal finances, whether you're working on restoring a broken relationship, whatever it is, when you put in that consistent effort, you're bound to see results. So instead of focusing on, like Becca says, the impossibility of it, that big momentum thing, that 20 miles, just take baby steps every day and you'll be shocked what you leave in the rearview mirror and how quickly those efforts compound. Oh,
1: Amen.
0: <laughs> so my next book is published by Chandler Bolt. And this is a super quick and easy read. And although, listeners, I have not published anything not yet <laughs> unless you count the book that my family self-published that my brother wrote oh i love that book know, louis saxophone we should put that on our list too louis saxophone um published by chandler Bo- bolt really did inspire me to get creative and to do some really cool things so my chorus massage in the real world it originated after reading chandler bolt's published book Um, I like was so pumped up. I sat down all lit up after reading his book and busted out a complete outline for what was supposed to be my first book. And then what ended up happening was that outline sat for a while and I kind of reflected on it a little bit and I ended up realizing that it was better suited as a course where there was more interaction going on. So it became a course, but in the meantime, I fully intend to someday publish a book. And I'll I'll have Chandler to thank for that when that
1: happens. (laughs) Well, and I thought, I think it it got you on the path of creating a lot of content. And we were discussing this earlier, like all content is valuable. Don't get rid of any of it. All content is valuable. Totally. Even if it's just something that you write that's going nowhere and it's just in your library, you don't know when that little gem is going to be be.
0: the perfect thing that you need in that moment for that client or for that
1: yeah. For that situation or whatever
0: creative project you're you're going towards, yeah. Yep. Uh, My next book is Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, and this is another one that we've covered in my membership group. And his goal is to help businesses clarify their message so that customers will listen. He often compares branding your business to an action-packed movie. Basically stating that we must be really good storytellers to have successful businesses. And I just think that it's so true that motivating our listeners through really good stories is really compelling. And so I love, I love the whole premise of what he brings to the table. One of the things that he really encourages is businesses to position their customers as the hero of the story as opposed to ourselves. And so for me, I feel like this is really poignant advice for massage therapists, because in our industry, we sometimes think that we're the hero, you know, we're told that we're the hero, like people come to us and they say, you know, you're, you're the expert, you like, you know how to heal my body, but our clients have the wisdom within them. And so I love that Donald Miller reminds us that our clients are the heroes in the story. I think that's really, really
1: important. I want to read this book now.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, I want to pass the baton back to you, Becca.
1: Okay, what do I have next? Um, The next book that I just listened to, and I do listen to a lot of audiobooks. Most of you know that uh, I live tiny, and we live off-grid, and we kind of travel a lot. If you've listened to our previous episodes, you know that. But this book, Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell... Amazing book. So I, it, it. I'll just give you a brief, brief synopsis of it. Um, he examines the factors that contribute to high levels of success. And I'm going to put in or not. He goes through patterns, links, influences, circumstances that enable success for people like Bill Gates, the Beatles, and many others. And what it shows is that success does not happen alone. There is a playing field of circumstances, of histories that all contribute to your success. And it just really takes the pressure out. It allows you or allowed me to feel a little bit of freedom when moving forward to my vision of success. So I can't I mean, I can't recommend Malcolm Gladwell himself enough. Uh, He's a pretty, you know, well-known author and his books and his perspective are amazing. Another one is The Tipping Point, but really all of his books are just absolutely amazing. So Malcolm Gladwell, yes, do it, do it, do
0: it. (laughs) She's bowing to his shrine right now for you you guys who can't see her.
1: (laughs) Um, The other one is Smart Couples Finish Rich by David Bach. This book, Allie and I were talking about And I had forgotten about it, but it's huge. So my husband and I were not very good. We were terrible. Not even not very good. We were terrible (laughs) at communicating about finance. Like every time I would bring up anything that had to do with money, it was like almost immediate divorce status. Mm -hmm. Or like we would just throw it under the rug and it was the giant elephant in the room. This book gave us the tools to actually communicate. Workbook pages. It It was the soft, you know, the soft sell. It worked so well. And it helped us get on the same page and create those steady steps to our success, which we're checking off the boxes. We've hit some milestones and we're moving forward. So amazing book if you are in a relationship or if you personally have a hard time communicating um, about success and, and finance, read it. So good.
0: I love I love the impact that this book had on your life because Huge. You know, I mean I think there's these moments in life where we have we're at a crossroad. And Mm -hmm. you know, when a book can come in and really redirect things, that's pretty powerful. Yep.
1: Okay, passing.
0: Okay, so um so my next book, The Gift of an Ordinary Day by Katrina Kennison. And this book, it's this beautifully poetic book about motherhood. So it's not it's not really about massage. It's not really about business. But I'm the massage business mama, right? Mm -hmm, So okay, I'm going to talk a little bit about motherhood. So um, the author, she just really hones in on the importance of slowing down and appreciating all of those little moments in life. It's just one of those books that like, truly gets you reflecting about what's important. Mm -hmm. It's, I feel like it's a hug for your heart. We all need that. (laughs) It's just, it's so beautiful. And it's, it's really interesting for me, because as I've been a blogger, kind of one of the well known truths about writing for blogging is that you have to create these sentences that are pretty short and straightforward and compact. And to the point. And one of the things that I think I, one of the reasons that I think I loved this book so much is just because it was so contrary to that. And it was just these long sentences that just like, immediately transported you into her world. And it was just really, really beautiful. I think if you're, if you're a parent, check this book out, because it's just gonna help your perspective so much. And then along those same lines, I'm also throwing in my favorite children's book.
1: (laughs) Which you read to me the other
0: night. I read it to her. (laughs) I couldn't help it. As I was, like, preparing for this episode, I was like, Becca, you have to listen to it. It's the best. It is the best. So it's called Giraffes Can't Dance. And it's so funny because my son, he won't let me read this book to him anymore. (laughs) He, like, like one out of every ten, ten times that I that I get to pick the book, does he allow me to read it to him? But it's just the most touching story of a giraffe who learns to find rhythm in his body by kind of looking outside of the norm. And I think, I think that's one of the things that sometimes is important to realize is that when we look outside of the norm, the normal path that we think that we should be taking, that that's often when the magic happens. And it's just as legitimate to a child to hear that message as it is for you, our listeners. So um, check it out. Plus it rhymes, which I
1: like. So I, my next book, I think it really matches well with giraffes can't dance. And it might be a more, adult version. <laughs> See, it's probably what I should check out instead of reading. Giraffes can't dance every I mean, night. It to just myself. Goes for different, different <laughs> places in life, right? You got a five-year-old. I got a 21 year old We're we're hitting the same key points, just different yeah. delivery. So the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson. Uh, amazing. Um, I, I got this on audio again, uh, driving. I listened to it. I got it mostly because of the title. I was like, I need to listen to something kind of healthy, but also kind of funny. And it was awesome. Um, I care way too much about what people think and approval. And that's always been my thing. And I, I hate it. You know, I it's it's a deep, deep programming. And this book really highlights like... How, where, and when are you wasting your energy or spending your energy and how to rein it in and be more mindful about what you do with it and why. And there's a lot of F-bombs in there. It's going to make you laugh. Uh, It's very, very light, but it just has has a deep kernel of knowledge that we all need to, uh, at least most of us massage therapists, probably need to, you know, Um, cultivate a little bit more. It's just not being so attached, not giving such a huge fuck about things that don't matter. So anyway, it's one of my recommendations. I love it. I love it. I love it. And he's a (laughs) blogger. So go check him out. And then my last one. Are we there? Are we there Mm -hmm. for the last one? Yeah, last one. Last one. And I just read this. Uh, I got it from the library because I wasn't sure if I wanted to buy it or not. Now I want to buy it. Inner Engineer, A Yogi's Guide to Joy by Sadhguru. And as many of you know, I am a yogi. I love yoga. I know a (laughs) lot of you love yoga. And this is just a fantastic book. I've read a lot of Yogi books, um, Iyengar, Desikachar, all these different yogi books. And this one has an amazing sense of humor. Sadhguru is hilarious. I was laughing multiple times. It's an old uh, wisdom in a modern delivery. And it is fantastic. There's lots of practices on how how to incorporate these actionable tips. That's what we'll call them in our modern everyday life. I found it really helpful and I loved it and it was great. I think it's really funny that you – I don't
0: think it's really funny. I think it's really interesting that he's – you call him funny because I don't think of yogis as being funny. Yeah, they're (laughs) typically not. No, I think of them as like being very serious and, you know, like – Just um, so spiritual and um, deep that humor is not a part of the equation. Yeah, otherworldly. Yes, totally.
1: He's got a great sense of humor. He reminds me of, I love kung fu movies. I love old kung fu movies. and you know typically the old kung fu master he's got this horribly wicked sense of humor and he's just you know a little rough around the edges and i think that sad guru embodies that character's qualities okay. i love it I all love right it. that's it. fun so yeah our book recommendation.
0: yeah so thanks therapists for hearing our recommendations and please if you guys have any good books that you think we should check out we are always looking for recommendations so please share Thank you so much for listening. And please reach out to us if you have any questions or topics you would like covered. We love suggestions. Find us at www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com. Also, we wouldn't hate it if you were inclined to share or review our episode. Until next time, stay healthy, massage therapists.